We'll connect up here. And there he is. Not outside. Oh, bummer, man. I was hoping to see you frolicking <laughs> through the snow. Well, you know, I was going to, and then the wind was ripping, <laughs> yeah. and then I would have gloves on, and I was just like a mess. So I'm here no. in my little gym. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's uh, I don't know what happened, but the last like ten minutes or, or not ten minutes, an hour or so, it's been real uh, windy over here. Yeah, just picked up, man. It is. So, it's a winter wonderland out there. Oh boy, is it ever! You got it your is. coffee. Nice. I've got it's a little. What do you got? Mine's sponsored by. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Belega. Really? Thank you, Belega. Well, thank you for the free mug. You know, that's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, my, my, my version is sponsored from the infrared doctor heater. Wow, that thing's cool. What does that do? It's an infrared up? light. Yeah, it warms up my whole little gym in here. So basically, I mean, we, we set up half of our garage as a our home gym. And between that and the little radiator heater, it's warm. We get our workouts in. Nice. Man, that's, I'm a little jealous, not going to lie. Well, they, maybe if you're good, uh, Santa will bring you one for Christmas. <laughs> An infrared eater? I don't yes. know, that wasn't really on my list, but I'll take. hey, I'll take it. Why not, right? Yeah, you'd, you'd be dumb not to take it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today I thought, since it's uh, winter wonderland outside, we'd yeah. talk a little bit about running in the snow. Actually, I think you suggested that yesterday when I saw you. Yeah, well... I mean, a lot of people are still trying to get their runs in, and you know the the snow is going to pose some obvious um, challenges and risks, but also some not so obvious ones. So we can talk about those. Right, right. So I so know you, that and you as an experienced New England runner. So mm -hmm. what do you like? What's your first thought about running in the New England so, snowstorm? So if I'm honest, uh, my first thought is. Uh, Maybe I don't run today, <laughs> which I think, you know, sometimes is not a bad choice, right? So, like, if it's a blizzard outside, like maybe right now where it's really coming down, super windy, maybe you wait a little bit till it's calmed down, they, they can clear the roads out for you, um, and you can have yeah, a little yeah. bit of a safer run. Um, yeah. And if, if it's like really bad and you kind of still want to get your run in, you could always, if you have the option, hit a treadmill or uh, cross train, do something else. Maybe yeah. uh, work on the old core, do some single leg exercises. I've heard those are good. Are, are, are those beneficial for runners? I didn't hear that. <laughs> beneficial. Um, single leg and the row, too. The row's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it is a good opportunity maybe to slow down, take a step back, maybe do some other things, hit the treadmill, and try to stay uh, fit in other ways. Yeah. And my apologies for the uh, screaming child in the background. Oh, I thought that was Christine because she missed it <laughs> so much. Yeah, she's like, please come back upstairs. Uh, um, so you bring up a pretty good point, though. You, you bring up a really good point is that you got to look at the risk rewards, right? So right. Going out for a run right now, just check that box that you don't you run in, yes. in the middle of howling wind, mm -hmm. not cleared roads, um, right. distracted drivers, the visibility's not great. It might yes. not be the best idea to get out there right now. 
right? Right. You don't, yeah, exactly. you don't want to risk your life, never mind, you know, just simple injuries just to get it in with get some cross exactly. training in. Miles wants to say hi, but that's a great idea. Well, can we say hi? Hey. Hey, Miles. Hey, buddy. What's, What's up, up, Miles? <laughs> hey, say hey. You guys can come, can come down and hang out. Oh, sorry. He's just losing his marbles. But you're right. So, like, it is. It's a good opportunity to cross-train and get some of those other things in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I feel like as runners, we always feel this, like, weird um like pressure to get our run in you know yeah. and so sometimes it can be like a weight that you really don't have to, you don't have to have it you're not gonna like lose your fitness in one day so Ew. i mean it does go quickly but not that quickly no not that quickly <laughs> right. yeah and you so, know but, the, but that's a problem a lot of runners have is you know they're especially when they, they get all these wearable metrics on them and they're worried about checking the box. They're on a streak. Runners love streaks. Oh, yeah. Yes. run 48 days in a row. I can't stop now. And I get that. Um, but maybe you just got to time it a little bit better. Like today, if you're on a streak and you got to go out there and run, wait till the plows are off. You know, you don't want to get hit by a plow. <laughs> like, that's right, not right. fun. Um, no, no. And, yeah, and you don't want to make stupid decisions just because you're checking a box or – you know, hitting a number, just got to be careful. So it's, and it's a, it's a great time to work on something else to improve mm -hmm. your running um, and not risk that injury or something uh, harmful that could be happening out there. Right, right. And if you are going to go outside, um, there are some like tools that can make your run like a little bit safer. You want to make sure that you are super visible. So yeah. You know, those uh, plows and cars that are on the road can see you, obviously. And um, there are some uh, what are called yak tracks. We call them yak tracks, but they're basically, it's a brand of, like, device that goes on the bottom of your shoe to give you better traction yep. when you're out there running. Because I know I've gone out in the snow a few times and had some, uh, took some tumbles, you know. So okay. having like those yak tracks on the bottom of your shoes uh, will help uh, just keep you upright when you're out there. I've also noticed too that like shortening the stride, taking quicker steps, um, and trying to keep my feet underneath me as opposed to like you know overstriding and getting yeah. too like my foot too uh, far out in front of me uh, yep. will help me feel like a little bit more stable. Um, and if there are some slick patches, uh, maybe prevent me from, you know, eating it, as they say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those, like, heel strikers that really have a long stride and tend to overstride, mm -hmm. it's not so harmful to hit the snow, but what's under the snow. Like, if you hit some ice underneath there and your heel's mm -hmm. out in front of you, that heel's going to keep going. Then you've got anything from a strained hamstring to a torn ACL to all sorts of other pretty bad injuries that can happen. Yeah. And then on the other end of the stride, if you're pushing off on an icy patch and mm -hmm. then the foot slips behind you and you're slipping forward, now you can strain some muscles. You can fall forward on your arms. I've had people break bones in their hands and wrists because of things like that as well. Mm -hmm. So that's a great point, keeping a smaller stride, a quicker cadence. We call it like a quick feet type of um, run. It's not gonna, It's not going to look Instagram-worthy, the stride, but it's going <laughs> right. to keep you safe. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. And uh, the Yak Tracks. So, mm -hmm. Yak Tracks is a brand, right? Yeah. And, yep. uh, and those fit all sneakers. You just 
you guys sell them at the store. You just slap them on your shoes, and it's like the yeah. chains for the t- for your tires, right? Right, exactly. It's like the chains for your tires, exactly. So it's got like um, they have two versions. They have like a just kind of their regular version. Well, they well, they probably have like multiple things for like different activities. But we yeah. carry like the pro version and then the run version. Pro version is gonna have like just coils on the yeah. bottom of the. Uh, the yak tracks and then the run version has the coils on the heel and then like a little spike plate in the forefoot so just to help dig into the ice so when you are towing off you don't uh you know take a tumble yeah yeah yeah. gotcha that's awesome and those aren't that those aren't very expensive so every runner in new england should have a pair of those oh yeah absolutely even if you don't run like if you're out there shoveling the snow get some of those yak tracks on your on your boots there and you'll be loving life yeah, yeah um, that's awesome. Yeah, I think they only go for like thirty, thirty dollars, thirty or forty bucks. So yeah, good investment for sure. Another, another Christmas gift. We didn't talk about that in last week. Right, well, stocking stuffer. Head over to Roadrunner. Get your get your love your lovable runner a uh, set of yak tracks. <laughs> that's it. Um, so, do you find um, that you do get like an increase in like those? hamstring injuries, quad, like the snow-related injuries because yeah. of this stuff? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say we have an increase, but we definitely had people come in and they, they tell their story and it starts with a, a, a snowy run. And what yeah. we've seen is, yeah, like a strained hamstring from hitting um, a slippery patch, but also for people not necessarily hitting slippery patches, but are running through and they're trying to combine like snowshoeing and running and trekking. Um, they get a lot of hip flexor injuries because they're pulling their foot up out of the snow. It takes yeah. a, you know, they got to pull their foot up higher than they probably normally would. So mm-hmm. we see a lot of hip flexor injuries that might present themselves as low back pain. Um, ah, so that's that's for people who are like getting out on the golf courses or trying to stay safe off the roads. You mm-hmm. know, there's about what 10, 12 inches of snow out there right now. Yeah. And if you're running through that and you got a good winter, like all terrain type of shoe on, you can kind of go through there. Uh, you just got to be careful, and it's um, it's not a, a career-ending injury, but it can kind of set you back for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, so. I think um, I I had a buddy who's big into like snowshoeing, and he I don't think he got injured or anything, but he did say it's like a huge like quad like yeah. blaster, man. Getting that leg up out of the snow is brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a lot. So if, if we, we've talked about cross training before. Mm-hmm. Great way to cross train right now would be cross country skiing. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I've seen some folks on uh, Blackstone Boulevard who do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. You don't need like a big, yeah, you don't need a big cross country like trail somewhere. You know, here we have the country club, and people are out on the golf course on cross country yeah. skiing over there. People are just on the side of the road in Providence or on Blackstone Boulevard. It's great. Mm-hmm. There's no impact. You get a great cardio workout. Hitting yeah. your glutes in a different, slightly different uh, pattern. Um, that and snowshoeing would be two great cross training um, forms of cross training for for someone who doesn't want to just go out there and run and risk injury or getting hit by a plow. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think thing. that I've read somewhere that those cross country skiers, they're like some of the fittest athletes in the world. That's like a yeah a solid workout. You got to get the arms going too. So yeah, yeah. Solid. It's like cross country skiing and rowing. Like those guys are fit. Those guys and gals, they're like, they're just 
cardiovascular next. ninjas. Like they're awesome. <laughs> next level. Yeah. Next yeah, level. Yeah. Um, cool. So, um, what are some of the um, kind of other things we should focus on if we aren't going to go out for a, a run? I know it's probably the usual like thing we talk about in every episode, but yeah. if I yeah, if I don't want to if I don't want to go out in the weather outside, three things I should do instead. Well, depending on what you need the most, we've we've used that term: work on your lowest hanging fruit. You know, yeah. today would be a great day to get some foam rolling in and work on your mobility and stretching if that's something you need to do. Yeah. Great day to do some run strong strengthening exercises um, mm -hmm. or just some sort of crush training. So if you have an indoor bike or treadmill, jump on there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you're not going to work and you're stuck at home, let's use the time wisely and get on the ground, work on some of the mobility. Um, so whatever you need the most of. Like for mm -hmm. me, I'm in my gym. They got the heater on. I'm going to start as soon as we hang up. I'm going to start foam rolling and work on my mobility, and then do a little strengthening. Okay, um, sure. I'm, I'm going to go upstairs I'm, and drink some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've but, got a little you you got a little influence over there that just wants to play and cuddle. I know we're going to have a blast. Although we got to go shovel the snow. Maybe I got a question for you. Oh, shovel snow. All Shoveling right. snow, man. So. Yeah. That might replace my workout for the day. It could. Um, so, like, are there injuries that you see related to shoveling snow? And, yeah. like, how can I not get those? Yeah, so we see a lot of back, lower back and shoulder injuries typically Ooh. with it. Um, you probably want to warm up a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. like, wake up your core before you get out there. Because shoveling is a great core back glute mm -hmm. exercise. Um, yeah. So what I would recommend... Do do a little bit of a warm up first. It sounds okay. silly, and I know people are about to warm up. I don't warm up. No, man. Yeah, so people don't even warm up, and they run, and now I'm telling them to warm up while they shovel snow. But <laughs> we do see we probably see more injuries due to the shoveling than the running, to be honest with you. So I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So get a little warm up. Wake up your core. Do some bridges. Mm -hmm. Do some bird dogs. You know, yeah. do some planks. Just get everything ready. Start off with small shovels. Don't go right for the big mountfuls. And if it's really high. Just take the top layer off. So instead of going all 12 inches, yeah, instead of, instead of going all 12 inches, maybe take six inches off the top, and then the next one you're, you're scraping the, the driveway. Uh, but take your time, switch sides. Don't always have your right arm as a pushing arm on the handle. Okay. Maybe you do three or four minutes with the right arm back and switch yeah. three or four minutes with the left arm back. Take breaks. You know, well, if you okay. have a big drive. I love those. Yeah, everyone loves a break. But don't, yeah, don't do it. An hour of shoveling, if you're like hammering away, that's a lot of work. So mm -hmm. give yourself a break, get help. You've got uh, kids old enough to help shovel. Yeah, get, get them off the off the screen off the uh, screens right now. Get them out of school. Like my kids are in the distance learning. That's not important. They're gonna yeah, help whatever. We got a driveway to shovel. Algebra, history. Yeah, we're gonna we got a driveway to shovel. Yeah. But yeah. So take breaks. Wake up your core ahead of time. Mm -hmm. uh, don't take on a, a load that's too heavy to handle, and you should be okay. All right, cool, cool. Sound good? That sounds fantastic, yeah. um, especially the brakes part. Yeah. And maybe I get, maybe you get a snowblower, you know? You know, I did. I finally gave in a couple of years ago because I was just like, all right, enough's enough. Yeah, it helps. See, I always, 
It does. Good. Because I just ordered one. I forgot. Like, I always, I'm like, I'm going to get a snowblower. I'm going to get a snowblower. And then I forget to actually buy it. And then it snows and I'm like, I got to get the snowblower. Right. So I bought one yesterday. Nice. When's it coming? It's going to be here Saturday. So I think I'm going to have to shovel this this go round. Next one, though. It's going to be fantastic. You're ready. You're ready. I'm ready to go. Um, Awesome. All right, cool. So, um, da, 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 shoveling injuries, typically lower back stuff. Lift, should I lift with my legs? Everybody always says, "Lift with your legs." Yeah. So a nice kind of straighter spine. You don't want to. You don't want to round turtle back. You want to yeah. be more of like a squat type of position. Squat. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Lift with your legs. Warm up. Wake up the core. Take breaks. Use yep. the young muscles and the young spines in your house to help. Right, I'll give Miles out there. He's give Miles a shovel. <laughs> He's ready teach, to go. Teach him how to use the snowblower when he comes in. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right? Can you use the snowblower, bud? All right, we're going to hit the road. All right, man. This guy is ready to like go crazy. Hi, Miles. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, Sorry. Well, thanks, thanks for the combo. And, yeah. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful snowy day. Yeah, Get you your work out, and, and uh, I'll see you next week. Sounds good. Stay <laughs> safe, everybody. See you. Take care. <laughs>